morning to my family. You may be seated once you have embraced someone with a smile, a handshake, a hug. Amen. We're daddy's children in his kingdom. Amen. And peace and joy is what he wants us to enjoy today. And some of you might be saying, I'm looking forward to some more peace and joy. You know, I found out Saturday morning through a little child that Jesus is like ice cream. Yes, that when things get tough and when it gets hot, amen, and rough, that his presence is like ice cream. And he can calm you and relax you and put a smile on your face. Whatever you're going through, Jesus can handle that. And out of the mouths of babes and sucklings come perfect praise. Jesus is like ice cream. That got me. Amen. And we've started a fast. The presence of God is drawing people. Amen. And that's the way it works best for God to draw us together. And he knows how to do that in a way that is most effective in our world, in our own personal lives, in our families. God knows how to build his house, and he can fix things that need to be fixed. And uh, just want to encourage you today that he's not asking anyone in this room to fix anything because you can't. Now, I know I'm, I'm working on fixing a few things at the house, but... Uh, it's going to break again. When God fixes it, it's eternal. It's right. And we need him to fix some things in us so that through us he can fix a hurting world. Amen. And he wants the pressure off of everybody here. He wants to be ice cream. He wants us bouncing around and skipping and and all the boys, you know, beating their chests and jumping off the monkey bars. And somebody said monkey bars. I dated myself, didn't I? <laughs> Amen. I remember my grandson, you know, he put his little Batman suit on that he got for birthday. And immediately his chest dug out. <laughs> and he started walking like this. <laughs> I said, wow. Daddy wants us to be kids in the kingdom. And I've said that three or four times already. And he wants to be ice cream to us. And, and that's important that you start tracking with that dynamic right now because, you know, last week the Lord spoke to us to relax. Let's do this. And early on in the week while I'm... I heard this big scream, how do you relax? And so today we're talking about relax, question mark, how, question mark, amen. And the Lord wants to talk to us about the how. You know, we, um, we meet on this piece of property that God gave us miraculously and and uh, our, in, our intent when we meet on this property is to give out an invitation of good news. Come taste and see that the Lord is good. We want there to be good news. You didn't come here today because you need to hear any more bad news. You hear that all week in our world. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, I'm actually going to read some scriptures here today. Are you weary Carrying a heavy burden, reading from the Passion Translation here, Jesus says, come to me, I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. I'm available at any time. You may be going through trouble right now, a relationship issue. It's hell on earth to you. He says, I'm available right now, wherever you are, to be your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, 
humble, easy to please. If you've considered the idea that it's hard to please God, you're entertaining a lie. And we need to uncover that today. He says, I'm easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Now, the question that some of us are asking right now, because we do entertain lies that we think are true. We've had relationship with the idea, the lie, for years. We can call them religious lies too. But we're asking the question, if, if, if Jesus is supposed to be so pleasant and easy to bear, where's all this tension and frustration that I'm experiencing coming from? How is it evident in my life? And at the same time, I can feel God. I can sense his presence. <sighs> but then I'm all tensed up and frustrated at the same time. How do we do this? In Matthew 18, 3 and 4, it says this way, Jesus speaking, learn this well. Passion translation again. Unless you dr dramatically change the way of thinking, your way of thinking, address the religious lies, and you'll find out what that is in time. And become teachable like a little child, you will never be able to enter in. Enter in where? into your redeemed identity, experiencing the peace of God and the joy of the Lord in your life. We want to enter into that, right? Whoever continually humbles himself or herself to become like this little child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. Amen. Anyone that humbles themselves, they address the lies that takes away the childlike nature, the childlike attitude, the bubbliness, the trust that you put in the fact that daddy loves me. I'm his son. I'm his princess. Whoever it is that he's telling you you are, and that's very special to him, address the lie. Humble yourself. And today, I encourage you because it's the presence of God that's drawn us here today, and he wants to uncover things that we didn't know we were in bed with. Amen? Ideas, philosophies, traditions, traditions, and traditions. It's <laughs> the way we've always done it. That's the way I'm going to do it. And we'll put someone's name we had respect for on it. Jesus wants you to be able to put his name where it belongs. And we've got to get humble and address these things. So, amen. Can we get a free pass from our faith being tested? Pete Scazzaro said it this way. He says, let's face it, talking about the church group. We all want a spiritual life, but we prefer to be in charge of it and have it unfold according to our schedule in our own way. That's so true. Our culture, our, the things around us have pulled us in, and we've agreed with what we feel like God's okay with. But basically what's going on, he's been long-suffering and patient, amen, trying to get in and set us free from these things we're entertaining. God wants to redeem the time in your life. You can't do what you're continuing to do and be his children. You can't do it. The culture's not set up for you to be king's kids. We're doing everything opposite that king's kids are supposed to be doing. Is that okay? But pastor, I ain't convinced I'm a king's kid yet. Okay. The Lord wants to give you what you need to know, not information experience you got to pause for me because I, I really need to read one or two more because man i'm so excited about releasing the burden that he put on me today and amen and, and and seeing hope and life and peace come into many lives today 
Amen. According to Paul, what qualifies us to be children of God, and he, he writes it to the Gentile people, children of Abraham, is faith. It says it this way, the real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. 11, Hebrews 11 and 6, what's the one thing that pleases God? Without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. Faith living in us, living in us, it would be impossible to please God. Faith isn't you quoting a scripture. Faith isn't you saying, well, I believe in Jesus. That's not faith. Anybody can say that. Faith is alive in you because you've given access to the spirit of the one we say we believe in and we caught on fire and we're not guessing. We can't explain it, but we know it. How do we know it? Intimately. I can't tell you how, but I know that I know that I know. Right? And you catch this faith because you, you've tuned in on a level that you can hear daddy speak and you trust him. Just whatever he says, you go with it. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the very word, voice of God. It reads this way then in Romans 10, 70. Faith then is birth in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. When I respond to God speaking, I say, yes, Lord, and now he has a mouthpiece to utter it through so that ears that haven't heard it yet because they're hard of hearing can hear him speak through you. And it's creative. It's powerful. The moment that you say it, the moment you speak it out of your spirit, amen, even the person that has a heavy ear, they can't hear, they know something's different. They know, oh, my goodness, you got something I ain't got, amen, and, I, and I'm, I'm attracted to it right now. Amen. That's what our world is hungry for. They're hearing all kinds of voices. Amen. They're entertaining all kinds of ideas and philosophies, and they think it's true, but the product that's operating out of them is grief and anxiety and shame and guilt and depression. Amen. And the list goes on of everything that does, has nothing to do with God's kingdom, nothing to do with us being daddy's kids. And you say, relax, how do you do that? I want you to take a quick closer look here in Luke twenty-two thirty-five, And I know some of you are freaking out that I'm reading this many scriptures. But for the newcomers, I want them to know, the Lord wants you to know, we do believe that the Bible is significant. And that holy men wrote as they were moved on by the Spirit. But it goes beyond letters on a page. He wants you, I'm talking to the guests right now, to be written epistles, read and known. Of all. He wants you to become who he is. He wants your life to be salt and light to the earth. He wants you to catch on fire to the point that you do exactly what he did. You only say what you hear and do what you see him do. Amen. And so he's addressing his disciples just before he's going to pay the debt off of all humanity. And he tells them, he says, when I sent you out empty-handed, do you lack anything? Now keep in mind, they just got into an argument on who the greatest was. At the Passover table, at Passover, during the feast day of Passover, they're arguing on who's the greatest. Now, I know we never do that. And he stops them in their argument he's sitting at the table can you believe that they did that in front? and we say well i never do that yeah we do <laughs> he's with us always even until the end of the age he's with us and we do stuff we say we never do in front of him and we do it all the time 
So he stops him. He's they got by, by the way, he has stopped me in mid mess ups and said, son, can I remind you of something? Yeah. Y'all ever been humbled like that before? I mean, you're right in the middle of doing something. You didn't know he was anywhere around. He was right there. And he reminds me of something. And, and he's using our mess-ups not to beat us up, but to take advantage of an opportunity to teach us something and be set free. Amen. He's good, isn't he? And so at Passover, <laughs> the... The Passover is the one feast day that it has a perpetual ordinance. It's forever. I mean, even when you leave this world into the next realm in life, you will not stop thanking him for the debt he paid when you didn't deserve any mercy or grace. Man, you just can't shut up about how good your daddy is. Amen. And so, obviously, these boys that's following him hadn't got that revelation yet. And he stops them in their argument on who the greatest was. And he says to them, when I sent you out empty-handed, did I send you out empty When I sent you out empty-handed, did you lack anything? Not a thing, they answered. God provided all we needed. Jesus said, but now I say to you, take what you need. If you have money, take it. If you have a knapsack and a sword... Danger is imminent for the prophetic scripture about me. He will be accused of being a criminal will now come to pass. He's letting them know y'all going to see things happen to me in the next few hours. It's going to shake your world. All that was prophesied of me will be fulfilled. The disciples told him, Lord, we already have two swords. And then he says, you still don't understand was God's response to them. You, you still don't get it. Has, has uh, Jesus, I mean, the more I look at the scriptures and look at him leading those that are following him, it was ongoing. They just un didn't understand anything he said hardly. And have you found it out when God speaks to you, probably you don't understand. You want to understand it, and you'll go to the Bible and the Strong's Concordance and all the different and try to figure out what he said. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And he's not asking us to do that. He's wanting us to have blind faith. He wants us to please him. And figuring him out is not what he's asking because that makes it hard and difficult. Trust me. And some of us are in a situation where it, he's saying jump, and you're like, really? But he wants you to know he's ready to, and he'll give you what you need to jump, and he'll catch you. Amen? And it'll, it's playtime. It's playing with daddy. Amen? Having a good time. In verse 40 of that same passage, he told the apostles, keep praying for strength to be spared from the severe test of your faith that is about to come. He asked them to pray. Pray for strength. What is God requiring from us? If what we do with God is work, if it's stressful, if it's unattractive, it isn't him speaking. Got to catch this. If we're working hard for Jesus, we're not entertaining him. We're entertaining a lie. Because he does not ask us to work hard. His way is light and easy, pleasant and easy. And his invitation is for us to Take all the burdens that we have, and many of us here today are loaded with burdens, and he wants us to lay them at his feet. And so for the next few moments that I have, I want to give you three easy keys to stepping into this thing called rest. Relax, relax. And first of all, it starts with repent. Repent. I'm going to read another one. 
<laughs> in Romans 14, we have a passage here that talks to us about anything that is not of faith is sin. From the passion, it says, for anything we do that doesn't spring from faith is by definition sinful. Amen. Jesus is carrying his boys into a miracle, and they're in a storm. And during the storm, fear grips them. And notice what Jesus tells them. Why are you so fearful? Have you lost your faith in me? It's important that we consider this right now because in our little world, I believe in Jesus. I've got my scriptures on my wall, and I've got my Bible marked up, and I've got my Bible studies in order, and I believe in Jesus, but fear just seems to take over more than it should, right? And if fear is there, then the evidence of my lack of faith is obvious. Okay. So repentance, all of a sudden, isn't about Jesus, I repent, help me to be a good boy. Oh, some of you get delivered from a lie now. Repentance is not for you to be a good person. There's only one good, and that's God. Whew, man, eat the ice cream. It's good. Eat the ice cream. He's wanting to refresh you because some of y'all are working overtime, and you're coming on Sundays hoping, man, praise God, so, man, I, I'll just get my, get my shot, my B12 in the spirit, because tomorrow's going to be gone, and i got to wait the next Sunday. And you're trying to be a good person all week long. Repentance is changing the way you think about what you think about. Amen? And so we're entertaining some ideas and some traditions and some thoughts that are not from the kingdom. Repentance is for a change of thinking. Amen? Now, What's my signal that I'm thinking wrong? Anxiety, fear, stress, lust, pride, greed, emotional twitch. I didn't like the way that person looked at me. Hello? In order for you to feel that way towards anybody, you're entertaining a lie. But you don't understand, Pastor. I've been watching them. I've been checking the fruit out. <laughs> no, you're entertaining a lie. They may produce bad fruit, but it's because they entertain a lie. And what we need to get, the moment you had a twitch about them and you thought you were righteousness to judge them as being not cool, you made yourself uncool immediately. Hello? As long as I'm tooting my horn over the fact that someone needs to change so that I can have a better day, I'm entertaining a lie. And we want to do something about that. Repentance is top tier. Lord, <laughs> it looks like it's this way, my feelings right now is I'm kind of tweaked and I'm kind of angry maybe or I'm jealous or, and the list goes on. And he's in love with them, but I'm not. And I really don't like them and I don't want to be around them. Okay, but Jesus wants to be with them and he put them in my path. So what's the problem here? I need to repent of a lie that I'm entertaining. And who's the father of lies? So there's another spirit there, not God's spirit. And it's evident because it's showing up in me because I'm feeling the emotions. 
And so your emotions, you become, oh, man, our culture is emotionally led right now. Don't say anything out of order or you're going to get breathed on with fire. And what we're doing, if we're not catering, we're catering to a lie and it's making it worse for them. It's time for the church to repent. It's time for the church to stand up and take their identity on. And it starts with repentance. Jesus is not asking anybody in this room to be a good little boy, a good little girl. He's asking you to come follow him. And in the process of following him, he will make you into his image. And we'll all say at the end of the day, look what the, every day we're supposed to be able to say this before we go to bed. You want to sleep good tonight? If you can't say what, look what the Lord has done today, you're probably not going to sleep good tonight. Probably going to get up with heartburn and have to take some melatonin and all kind of stuff. Because you didn't let him be in charge of his house that day. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad. And to do that, you're going to have to repent. Lord, make me a good button. Get over that. The enemy has played that card over and over and over again. And he'll keep playing if you let him. It's like you, you know what his next play is and you buy into it anyway. And you work hard to be good. Repent. Repentance is addressing the lies. Amen. And the common denominator for all lies goes all the way back to the garden. Yeah. And the enemy came in and he broke fellowship between man and God. To break fellowship between Adam and God... The enemy knew he was going to have to be good at this. He's going to have to do it right. He's going to have to manipulate. He was going to have to manipulate from Adam his agreement with God. And the moment he manipulated Adam with a lie, Adam wasn't deceived. I've done that before. And I went on ahead and went with it anyway. Fellowship was broken. Man and woman didn't group with God that day. God had to go find them. That's how much in love we are. We'll reject him and he'll run us down. We ain't ever running him down. But he's running us down all the time. You're here today because he run you down and he drew you into this little building here because he wants to encourage you and tell you how much he loves you that you can actually taste him and you can see him today and you can't help but say God is good. And at the end of the day, before we go down to sleep and get some more rest in this physical part, we've acknowledged the Lord is good. But to do that, you're going to have to repent. It's necessary. Change the way you think. Address all the lies. And so the enemy's been doing this manipulation and control for years. Started in the garden. And God had to call out in order for you know, there to be any hope in the earth. He calls a man by Abram, name of Abram, out of Ur. A Babylonian priest out of Ur, Babylon. To come follow Kind of like Jesus does us. And, and God didn't say where he was going to take him. He said, just come out. But something triggered inside of Abram that that voice that spoke to him about coming out was so attractive and felt so good. Whew, I like, I like this. I don't know where we're going, honey. But I sure like the dynamics of his voice. Somebody's going to catch us here in a minute. When you catch an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying, you experience living faith. And when you make the conscious choice without trying to figure out what he's saying, but you go with it, life. Mm. And you repeat it and you utter it, amen, however he wants you to do it. And here we go. All of a sudden, 
you know, this next thing called relax happens. <laughs> Point two, relax. That's how you do it. You get born again. Isn't it amazing how babies are innocent? They hadn't talked any junk yet. That they're just crying, but there's it's undefiled language. I mean, everybody's rejoicing and throwing the bubblegum cigars out at everyone. Don't want to choke the baby down. <laughs> it's fun to have big kids, isn't it? But to become a child, to become a child, it's an experience. You don't just shoot, well, I'm going to be a child today for Jesus. No, nope, that's not how it happens. Can't do that. You got too much baggage. You got too much grandpa and grandma stuff lingering all over you. And they did the best they could. Did y'all know parents, all, uh, all parents mess up. All parents mess up. Pastor, be careful. Now. All parents mess up. That's right. It's important. Some mess up worse than others. And we got horror stories of that. But all parents feed lies. Pause for a minute. Uh, I don't. Does that bother you? You need to address that lie now. He's he's daddy. We're stewards of his heritage, y'all. He's daddy. At the end of the day, he's daddy. And guess who the mother is? The church. And we all need to get on that breast and get some milk. Mm -hmm. You can't do that if you don't group. I'm already on point three now. But we're on point two, relax, rest. You're born again. You rest. The rest we're with the weary shall find. We found out last night the one that's weary is not in that passage. It's God. He's looking for his house. He needs the place of his abode so that from here he can finish what he started and bring hope to the world. And so I have to start with this reality that I need to repent, change the way I think, amen, be willing in my repentance to realize this name Dwayne ain't working well. Dwayne Lowe, it's not working well for me. I need the name he gave me. And so I go down in water and let him call me by his own name. I become his temple. And by we reason of obedience, I go down this thing I can't figure out in water. Why am I going down in water? And then this, this person going to say his name over me. I'm going down. I'm going to be buried. And, and something happens that's supernatural because of obedience. And I agree with the fact that I'm called by his name now. Oh, that works. It's like, wow. See the experiences that begin to happen? The faith that comes in waves. Amen. And, I, and I'm not just hearing now. I'm a doer. But what, no, no, ho, 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 ho. No, because if you do the wrong thing, you might be working hard. Faith without works is dead. question is, who's doing the work? It better be Jesus having access to his eye. He better be working through me and doing his job. Because at the end of the day, I can't take no credit for anything that was good. Only God did this. But he had an available vessel that decided to repent from the spirit of manipulation and control. Did y'all know manipulation and control hits every one of us, male and female? It's, it's, it's messed up. The spirit of manipulation and control was on everybody. It's been, through, it's been on every life since Adam's fall. And the only way you can get set free from its lie is to repent. Take the name that belongs to you from heaven that God's given you. Amen. Let him come in spirit now and fill you so that you have living faith inside, burning. Amen. Like a fire, a river of living water that's springing up. Amen. I don't know what God means by this, but he's telling me this and he's telling me that. And I mean, you're just releasing it. And while you're releasing it through obedience, because your daddy's a little kid, well, we'll be being kids. We don't know what he's doing, but he's creating. Amen. He's making things happen. The world is being healed. Amen. Miracles are taking place. People are being set free all because we've decided to be little children again amen 
Relax. You know, so Abram comes out of Ur, and uh, he's walking by faith. And he, he likes what's going on. Oh, man. He likes it so much, he just keeps fellowshipping with God, and God keeps speaking to him. And, and uh, Sarah, she's like, hmm, something's happening in my husband's life, and he can't explain it to me. But you know what? I'm going to trust what I see happening, and I'm going to honor God with where he's leading. And God gives her an experience. Amen. And she gives birth. She fussed about it a little bit, and he fussed about it a little bit. But laughed. you ever laughed at God before when he speaks? Yeah. And, and she laughed at God when he spoke, and, and God called her on and said, yeah, you said that. Let's address the lie. Okay, you got me. All right, that's all I need. You know, admit it, be up, repent. In nine months, this is going to happen. Woo. There's some things about to happen, y'all. Some of y'all are hearing something, and the seed of God is being planted in your spirit. And repentance is happening in the pew right now over some lies, some traditional lies, some religious lies. Amen. And you're realizing your emotions have been given you by, by God. It's, 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 it's this little mechanism inside of you that when things ain't right, it's, it's, and when they're right, it's like, whoo, rest. And it's God speaking to us to address the truth versus the lie. Amen. And have you ever felt good about yourself after you blamed somebody for being bad, messed up, dropped the ball? How, how did you feel after you judged them? From, from the opt, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. You are messed up. You need to repent to me. Tell me, how did you make? How did that make you feel after, like you were somebody? And then, after that moment was over, what was you carrying now? There you go. And you're not put together to carry that. What we're put together for is to rest, to be kids, to play, to enjoy peace and joy in the spirit. Amen. Now, keep in mind, you and I can do some building. You, know, you want to know how you do not, you not do building? A wise woman or man builds on a foundation. In Jude chapter 1, there's only one chapter there, but it says it bluntly, that you and I build on the foundation of our most holy faith. Doing how we do that? How do we build on our foundation? Praying in the Spirit. I'm a, we could drop the mic right there. All that daddy's asking from me and you is to jump up in his lap and let, us bounce, let him bounce us on his lap. That's all he's asking. He wants, he wants us to know how precious we are, and he's ready to give us his spirit. Now, look, let's make this simple here since we all need some rest. Amen. We have not because we... Well, I ain't got time, Pastor. I mean, I need to pray at least six hours for that to happen because, man, I'm not a good person. Does anybody talk like that? He, he'll, he'll try, man, it'll probably be weeks before you can get any rest because, man, you've got to do some penance. You're going to have to earn this. And he might, he might let you have a few happy moments, but it's going to cost you lying spirit. You and I have access to him any time we want. Access is available. He said if a parent, and all parents are messed up. I know some of y'all are thinking, Pastor, you. No, we got to address the lies. We've made, we've made mom and dad into who they're really not. And they're trying to live up to an idea that, the next generation is trying to put on, and they can't. But God can. God can. And all the next generation wants us to do is just get honest and tell the truth. Don't be, 
Don't tell me, show me. And there's something about a humble and broken and contrite attitude that God can never turn away. Just be real, be honest. Amen? And so you and I have access. So if a good parent will give good gifts to their children, how much more will God give us his spirit? We'll catch that here in a minute because while you're where you're sitting, it really don't matter what other people think. All that matters is what daddy thinks. And while Peter was speaking the word, the Holy Spirit felt. Why? Because they were asking. And what we're here doing, we're addressing a religious spirit that has everybody trying to figure out when this time that I can get this rest. <laughs> and we'll put it off maybe next month on a Sunday I may catch it. But this is the day. Now is the appointed time that he comes and if asking and your mom and dad may have really dropped the ball bad and you didn't get very many good gifts from them at all but I know you well enough to know we're all built by the same God and you he's given you his DNA you sense in the atmosphere that whoo I know dad and mom probably dropped the ball pretty good but boy I feel like this this daddy's gonna work out well and you just sense it and he's saying, ask. Just ask. And the moment you ask and you get into the spirit of jumping up in his lap, you ain't got to beg. You don't beg for this. They don't make his kids beg. <laughs> it was funny yesterday. I was talking, me and him was talking about it. And Dathan said, come over here, Brody. Now I want you to beg me to be good to you right now. That's the way I heard it. And Brody looked at him like, no. <laughs> awesome response, grandson. It's perfect. It was so funny. It's like, really? And that, that's, that, that was acted out perfect because what earthly father or mother, and they can be messed up at times, would make their children beg and plead for an audience with them. Ask. And he'll give it. And then, in the spirit of playing in daddy's playground with him, we're saying everything we hear him say. And while we're saying it, we're building up our most holy faith. Praying in the, just being da with daddy, praying in the spirit. Anybody catching on to an ear right now that can hear what the spirit's saying? And then thirdly, already told you, regroup, regroup. Look, Abraham come out of Ur, and he get to a place where now his name has been changed from Abram to Abraham known better as the father of faith. And if you can hear God's voice, you're one of his kids. Anybody want to be a child of Abraham? That's the true children of Abraham. Paul was a natural Jew, and he's writing to the Gentiles saying, look, if you can hear and you embrace, you are a true child of Abraham. Go read it. It's right there in Galatians chapter 4 and 5. Wow. So we regroup. It's important that we regroup, y'all, because the influence of the manipulating spirit of the enemy manipulates me so that he can gain access through a lie. He'll take truth and he'll twist it. And then he'll make me feel guilt and shame so that he has access to the power that God gave me so that he can control me and build his kingdom. And his kingdom is a religious kingdom. But the Lord wants us to rest. And the way that we win this 
ultimately is we regroup. You know, why, why is this grouping, regrouping? Why is that so important? Because without the rest of the body, everybody understands that, you know, if you're going to be a part of a team that's a winning team, you play team ball, right? Being fitly joined, that's what Jesus teaches through his disciples. He wrote it in letter form. And we're grafted into the vine. We're connected to the vine. All of his kids are connected. When God speaks, and this is so important because this has happened before, plenty of times it has happened to you. Has anybody been in a prayer meeting before and your prayer meeting was about other people changing? Lord, change them and straighten them out. And, you know, Bobby Sue needs this and, you know, Derek needs that. And, Lord, would you just change them? And the whole time you're having a prayer meeting based on the lies you entertain. And supposedly in Jesus' name, right? <laughs> but you're not in his name. The Lord wants you to come into prayer with him being his kid. It's not about who needs to change. It's about you coming into your identity so that you're hosting his presence on a level that the peace of God and the joy of God, the very kingdom of God can spill out of you wherever you go. And when you walk into the, uh, a 7-Eleven, amen, you, heaven has already announced you on the way in. The kingdom of God has arrived, Right? Because you're the house of God. And so I group, I get connected because I have heard God speak. I don't understand a word he's saying, but man, I'm going to hang out in this peace and joy. But to have the mind of Christ, to get confirmation and validation on he spoke. Man, when you get around the body of Christ... Confirmation comes out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Let the word of God be the voice of God. The, what you're hearing, the living faith inside of you is confirmed. Woo. What do you think that does to every one that's born again when daddy says something in spirit and then a brother or sister comes over there and repeats it to you and you just heard it? Is the enemy losing ground quickly? Is he under our feet at that point? Are, are we enjoying the presence of our Father? This is why grouping so important, y'all. You see, J Paul, got a few more moments here. Paul met some disciples of John, and John preached Christ to them. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away. And they heard him say, He's going to baptize you with spirit and with fire. And Paul, finding these disciples, Ask them a question. Because we ain't going to be able to group well if you ain't got this. We ain't going to play good together if you ain't got this. And I want to play. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they were believers in Jesus because that's all they heard John talk about. The Messiah to come. And, and, and they saw him. And they saw him baptized by John. Paul said, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? We hadn't even heard Oh, you're hearing right now. What baptism were you baptized into? Yeah, we were baptized into John's baptism because we followed John. Well, you, if you, if you go, we're going to walk together. You're going to have to follow Jesus. And you're going to have to receive his name because you're a disciple of Jesus at that point. And so they're all baptized in Jesus' name. And when they come up out of the water, they were born again. Water broke. Babies were prophesying. Speaking in an undefiled language. Oh, the glorious works of God. And now, Paul and them are able to lock up and play together and be kids in the kingdom. Let me, let me say it one more time. If you're not experiencing joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, peace that passeth your ability to explain, you're entertaining lies that need to be addressed. If your relationships are on the rocks, you're entertaining lies that need to be addressed. In other words, if you're offended, and if you think someone needs to change so you can have a better day, you're entertaining lies. 
if the culture in our world bothers you, get in the spirit. Get in the spirit, and you'll find that it ain't bothering him. He's got a plan. Are you with him? Because he ain't got no heartburn over it. He don't take Rolades, so he ain't got no problems. And if you're in his lap, you, you, you demonstrate his attitude. He's totally confident he can finish what he started. But, Pastor, you don't understand. The eschatology is saying this, and all the end-time preachers are saying this. And Yeah, and wh what are you listening to, them or him? Which one? Because he don't produce fear. Uh-oh, going to have to address some lies that you need to address. God in flesh called Jesus which you bear his name, don't produce fear. The battle was won 2,000 years ago. We're fighting battles that he didn't tell us to fight. It's time to stop it. Address the lie. He wants you to be childlike. And the only way you can be childlike, you're not, you might have to experience God every day. Yep. You might need to pray always. Yeah. You pray without ceasing. What, what's going on there? Oh, you're now like daddy. You're, like, you're just like Jesus. I only say what I hear and I only do what I see. And, and all this religious fear-mongering and getting everybody all tensed up, wanting to hide in an underground, get ready for the... That didn't come from heaven. Uh-uh. Didn't come from heaven. And there's trouble in our world. world and, and some of us might, but you guess what? If you're in the spirit and you're playing in daddy's play, you don't care. It's just the door. I don't know. Okay, you need to address that lie that you're entertaining. If you're bothered with the fact that it's appointed unto you and me to die, if that bothers you, you ain't in daddy's playground yet. You hadn't let him fill his house yet because he don't have a problem with it. Once you get filled with a life, you get eternal life. You get more life. You get everlasting life. You get the rivers of life. You get, my God, you find out that you happen to be a spirit being that lives in a body and you have a soul and that this body is going to take on incorruption. It's like, uh, duh. There's a generation out there hurting and asking for the truth. And it starts with repent and address the lie. We've all been manipulated and controlled. And uh, I started to talk, I started to call her name out Jezebel. And the Lord said, Don't, no, don't, you, don't, don't you pick on the girl. I loved her. That was my daughter. I loved her. I gave her awesome opportunities and reached for her and reached after her, just like I'm doing you, son. Boy, he got me good. He said, that spirit's touched everybody. And I take advantage of that so that y'all can know me. Y'all can know me. I not, not have information, have experience with me. Somebody tracking this yet? Solomon opened the door to it when he took the throne. And as he backslid from God, he opened the door to this manipulating and controlling spirit. All the idols were ushered in. And all the kings after Solomon really had their hands full. And that poor girl Jezebel that God loved, if she'd had a husband, it would have stood. i got to be careful now. That love, if, he, if her husband would have loved her, she wouldn't have. Hmm. Pastor Lowe, I'm, I'm men are like, boy, we need to have a talk after this message. <laughs> yeah, we're talking right now. Our world is, your children and the next generation is beat up over it. And the way that the men, ladies, the way the men stand up is we repent and we get a fresh word from heaven. And we relax, and we be daddy's kid. Just little, just, we're just little boys is all we are. We're just little kids. That's all the men are, just kids inside. And we get back in the playground, and we lead the charge of having fun in the playground. 
and we group and we play together. We don't pick on one another. We don't, we're not negative. We don't doubt. But we bring hope. And every time we open our mouth, it's good news. And the best is yet to come. Men, y'all ready to step up to that? Every, every one of us, all us guys, we're just little kids inside. We just want to go play. Give me a big old truck and a sand. Let's do this. And the girls don't have a problem with that. Just be my man of God. Amen? And ladies, be a kid again. Don't keep up with all the news. Don't be repeating all the stuff you're hearing. It's lies. It don't produce hope and it won't produce joy. Come on, be a princess in the playground. Because all the guys are showing their trucks off because they want the princesses to look at them. Is this tracking yet? Relax? How? Let's be kids. Let's be kids. Let's be kids. Let's be born again. 1974, for two weeks straight, I hugged everybody's neck. After that, I got angry at somebody. Why? Because I needed to be refilled. And I learned then that every two weeks, get refilled. No, no. I started learning Every week and a half, and then every week, and then it started, it got down to every day, and then now I'm found out it's all the time. Because if I don't stay in the Spirit of God, I'm going to drop the ball and cause trouble. And if I'm not connected to you and we're not playing in the playground together and having fun together, I'm going to miss out on confirmations and validation. And God wants to do some miracles, He wants to show Himself strong. But we got to get connected and quit. Well, I'll connect with you if you line up to this and you, you do this and you, you abide by this and, and we might get connected. He's already set it up and he's already put the playground together and it's to whosoever will. Amen. Can we say that in unison with him? And if we can't, we need to address the lie. Can we stand? Amen. All of a sudden, somebody said, you know what? I've been thinking negative about Jezebel long enough. I'm going to repent. Because when the moment you think negative towards her, you're guilty of being the same. And I want to learn from my sister I want to take advantage of the opportunity to address some things that the enemy blocked me on so that rivers of living water can spring out of me. And I can hug everybody's neck. You know, you're looking at a guy right here that's done some crazy stuff, made some bad mistakes, been guilty of I don't deserve anything in the king. Yet he loves me. And he didn't quit. <laughs> Does anybody feel that right now? That it really doesn't matter what the voices are saying. All that matters is what he's saying. How much do you need from heaven today? And you can ask where you're standing or you can walk up here and, you know, let the enemy know, huh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God and to salvation to everybody. And I'm ready, Daddy. I'm jumping up in your lap. Father, thank you for your presence and your word. And huh, you gave me seed and I threw it on the ground. And I sense there's good ground here today. It's going to produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. All being kids, your kids, your babies. Let anyone leave today, Lord, without knowing you've got them covered. 
and that you've already dispatched the ministering spirits for every one of these heirs of salvation. And you've given them their assignments and the work that you're wanting done, you've already given to the angels to do. You just want to spend the rest of the time that you've given us being with us. Let that translate right now, Daddy. You're the revealer. Can we lift our hands and surrender like a sponge, like a little child? Daddy, pick me, put me in your lap. All you have to do is all you need to do is ask. He's as real as you'll let him be.